guys, welcome back to UNMC Diaries, the podcast for UNMC students by UNMC students. Which is brought to you by i2reality. i2reality is a platform to help your ideas go from a simple concept to real life implementation. My name is Shamra. And I'm Ken. So, today we are going to do something very different from the previous episodes. Shamra, I think this is a topic that relates very closely to you. Uh, it doesn't relate closely <laughs> to me, but I have a bit of an interest in it, I would say. Uh, so basically, um, today's episode is going to be part one of a two-part series about something I like. Horror! I'm more into those kind of zombie, those kind of horror, instead of like those paranormal Oh my god, we're on opposite ends. I hate anything yeah. to do with zombies. It's so boring, like you just run and I'm sick. If I were in a zombie apocalypse, I'd want them to like kill me first so I don't have to like suffer. suffer. Yeah. It's not even like suffering, okay? It's just gonna, like run a lot and not eat nice food and just like... What's life anymore, right? Yeah, what's life anymore? I might as well die. But what will you do? You, you still run in the other spectrum of the horror movie, right? I love those. Like, I love demons. I love possession. I love, like, ghosts. Yeah, I think... Which explains a lot about your personality as murderous. well. Murderous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How mean. Okay, so, uh, Sharma, so I heard that you had... Not you, but you definitely had a lot of stories to talk about. Yeah, so, um... If you guys don't know, I'm not from Malaysia, I'm actually Sri Lankan. So when I came to Malaysia, like a lot of people told me like the, you know, the folklore, the, like, the common horror stories. And, and what I realized was a lot of them are really similar to the things my parents told me mm. to scare me when I was a kid, like the Sri Lankan folklore. Wait, your, your parents say this stuff to, just to scare you? Yeah, like, you know, like if you go out at night, like this oh. demon will come and eat you up or... Like, if you do this XX naughty thing, okay, that's not wrong, but, like, I mean, like, if you, like, spill water on, like, people as a prank, like, you drown or whatever, like, these demons will come. Wow, okay. Yeah. Luckily, my parents didn't do that to me, but, um, yeah, please continue. Yeah, so, um, I was, like, looking around, and I was, like, kind of, like, researching, like, what common Malaysian, like, folklore, like, had demons... Mm. And like what the common demons and spirits and ghosts were. And I'm also going to talk about Sri Lankan ones. Like even if you guys don't want it, you're going to hear it. (laughs) So uh, I think I'll start with the Malaysian ones. Yeah, I think Ken will do the Malaysian one. Um, I'm sorry if I say anything wrongly, but uh, I'm not really familiar with these kind of terms. You know, horror terms I would say. So I'll just try my best. So there's this one folklore called Penanggalan. It's uh, basically a beautiful old or young woman who got their beauty through black magic and, and they use talk. black magic to get their beauty or something like that yeah my friend actually she told me about the Penang I'm, I'm sorry I'm not Malaysian Penangalan like right before the episode where she described the Penangalan as like like can said this gorgeous like this I would I would call it a demon or an entity with like uh, the head of a beautiful woman and right below the neck is just organs, organs. like yeah. Lungs, heart, stomach, intestines. So basically you see a head and... Organs. Yeah. Entrails. And basically it's because um, uh, the demon is said to like have made a supernatural pact when they were human. And like in return of getting supernatural powers, they were supposed to not eat for 40 days. But if they break that pact, they get cursed to become this entity. And... Um, I heard they suck the blood of pregnant women and infants. 
Oh wow. So okay. if you're pregnant or you're a baby, uh, if you see something like this, run away. I think even if you're not an infant or a baby, if you see something like that, you run should away. definitely run away as well. Or pray. I don't yeah. know. Like, if I saw something like that, I'd be like, man. I just write my will then and there. I Do you think you have time to write your will? Once that. you see that. I just scream like, guys, my money goes to X person. My stuff goes to X person and I die. So do you think there's anyone there to listen to? Somebody will hear. Okay. Maybe the penangalan will be nice enough. Like. Or maybe the penangalan will be like, oh, this poor soul, let her live. No! <laughs> maybe that, that's the even worse punishment for I you. know, it's like, <laughs> the one chance to die. And it's like, nah, man, I let yeah. you live. No. Disappointment. Hashtag disappointing. Yeah. Right, so the next one is Lang Suya. So basically, Lang Suya is a type of vampire which is the ghost of a woman who died while pregnant or giving birth. Wow. But this one is a bit different from Pontianak, which is the most famous. Yeah, ghost, isn't the Lang Suya the daughter of the Pontianak? I have no idea actually. Oh no, it's a mother. I'm because I'm, like, I know it's connected. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, um, she takes the form of a beautiful woman again with long back hair that reaches her ankles and. Basically, they're described having long nails, hand extending down to her feet, and wearing green robes. And they prey on newborn male children. Oh. Also consuming newborn female children. So, yeah, basically they aim for... Hide your kids. Yeah. Hide your wife. Because they died while pregnant or giving birth, that's why they aim kids. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, I think we're safe from the lungs here. Yeah, I mean, like, I have no kids. I'm... I yeah. have no plans of getting pregnant. Okay. I want to have cats. Yeah. So, so this is like the cousin of the famous Pontiana. Yeah. Okay, so I next. keep hearing stories yeah. of Pontiana. Like, I went to Georgetown in November and like, my friends and I were walking around at night because that's what girls do when they're bored. Really? Well, it was late at night but we had nothing to do so we were walking around. Oh, okay. And my friend was like, man, it would be scary if we meet like, uh, the Pontiac because we passed by this place which had, which had a lot of flowers and I heard oh. when you smell frangipani flowers it means the Pontianak is nearby oh wow yeah okay. there's always this one friend uh, who reminds you of this stuff right I just, yeah I just hate like, that. it's not it's not me yeah. I love reading about these things but like I know people get really scared so I don't yeah. really like like this kind of friend just suddenly get the whole mood of the whole situation just more cold or more chilly yeah just because they said oh there might be something there you know so if you're that kind of person shut please, up yeah please shut up keep it to yourself be scared by be scared <laughs> to yourself don't affect others please <laughs> okay so next we are going on to the pontiana i think this pontiana is quite similar to a lot of other yeah ghosts as i well, feel right? like like there's always like the generalized ghost mm. and like in Malaysia, it's called the Pontiana because mm. like there's an Indonesian one, which has a really similar story and a really similar name as well. Had to remember the story. But the I think the Pontiana is why do we say is a cousin of the Lang Suya is because the this is also a ghost who died while pregnant. Uh, I'm not the ghost who died. I mean a woman who died when they are pregnant, and that's what make them ghosts apparently. Oh, so basically, I think I think the running theme is like there's this resentment when they die while they're pregnant that they didn't get to like fully live to see their child mm. so like they're, they're holding on oh yeah like, yeah yeah makes the... sense actually so we covered the Malaysian ones and then like um, I grew up in Sri Lanka and Sri Lanka has really creepy ones 
and my room has a balcony overseeing like this giant ass tree really yeah my room back oh. in sri lanka and it was really it was really creepy and i'm still scared to sleep in the room alone sometimes wow okay yeah. i don't know why like i'm completely alone in malaysia but i don't get scared of these things but back home like with my whole family i get creeped out wow. in my own house okay. so why not just cut off the tree no i like that tree i've climbed it before but only at night it's kind of creepy so i guess the if any sri lankan viewers are out there i guess you guys will probably know these ones so the most famous i would say folklore ghost spirit thing is mohini and you know there's always the story of the woman in white right yeah so mohini is like uh, i would say she's a ghost demon thing i would say ghost cuz it is it all ghost demon I guess ghosts fall under demons, like maybe in like a Venn diagram, the ghosts and demons kind of like overlap. Okay. You should definitely check that. Yeah. If there's a Venn diagram for that. I would say she's a ghost because she was once a human and mm. she died and then she became this thing. Okay. So she's also a woman with a child, and she's said to wear like this bright white sari, and sometimes like if you drive around in rural areas at night, you see her, and usually she's always in. Usually, like only guys see her. Sorry. Sorry. Wow, really? Yeah, and usually she asks for some kind of help, like, um, oh, will you, will you please, like, give me a ride back home, or like my husband kick me out, or um, while I'm like looking for something, will you like hold my baby? Oh wow. And then it gets creepy, like, so if she, like, in one version I heard when I was like fourteen, if she asks you for a ride back home, like she'd be holding the baby. But if you turn around and look at her, you will see her eating the baby, and then she will kill you. Okay. So if you get to the ride or whatever, like you're not supposed to like look behind at all. And then in the other version, where she asks you to hold the baby, um, apparently the baby disappears, and you turn around and like where's she, and she's not there, and then she kills you. Okay. Yeah. So because, either way, you still die. Yeah. Uh, because it's it it said that she was murdered by her husband for being quote unquote unfaithful. Oh. Yeah, a lot of Sri Lankan um, horror stories like like the demon demons for women and they usually get murdered by their husbands for being for having this vein of infidelity wow. and then they turn into demons. But so, since they're murdered by their husbands, right? Why hunt other people? Why because they only hunt, hunt men. Remember. Like they uh, see the image of their husband in men, and uh, what the hell, man? Yeah. What What did we ever did? did you asked the husband, like, why the fuck did you like? Hello, divorce courts are there for a reason. Yeah, definitely. Don't kill your. Don't kill your significant your... other, even if they're unfaithful. Please. Exactly. Just ruin their life in other ways. Okay, that's not something we should say, but let's carry on. <laughs> and another, uh. This is like a more not a well known ghost, but it's called the kinduri. So basically, if you hear a knocking sa a knock at your door in like the dead of night, and you open it, you might see this beautiful woman. Who I'm not sure, but yeah, beautiful woman. I'm not sure whether she is supposed to be pregnant or not. But this like, if you see her, and if you're a guy, she kills you. Okay, not surprising. But if you're a woman, like a little girl or a pregnant woman, she lets you live, and she oh. just like goes away. Wow. So. So basically, the guys is always 
at a disadvantage when it's because, meeting ghosts? Yeah, because like I think like all these like ghost stories happen because of like angry men killing their wives. Hmm. Like anger management one o one, please. Just curious whether there are male ghosts that hunts women. Hmm. I was looking through and I noticed that most there's like this running theme in Asian folklore that where women are depicted as the object of horror especially women in the cusp of their pregnancy or right before hmm. and after they give birth and I was uh, I went to Georgetown the literature festival in 2017 and they actually had a panel where they talked about how it was easy back then to pin the blame mm. like because of sexism it was easy back then to pin, pin the blame on the oppressed group because they couldn't fight back mm. and also because there was no like scientific like advancements mm. back then it was just easy to say like oh somebody's dying supernatural somebody has a disease supernatural mm. and okay. another reason they explored was they believed that women were closer to a spiritual a different spiritual plane during their pregnancy because they 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 said to be bringing another life to this world mm. so that's why when they're about to give birth they there's a belief that women like can access another spiritual plane i mean i don't know i don't really believe i'm sorry i mean although this is totally unrelated but there's one scene in naruto where <laughs> where uh, because when giving birth, the seal to the nine tails was weakened. Yeah, exactly. That's how they, you know. That's how like. That that's why like the bad guys strike at that time because they knew like the seal was weakened during childbirth. Some it's shit so like that. sad. So moving on to horror. Yes, I love horror anyway. By the way. Okay, so besides childbirth. Yeah. So, usually women were the object of like horror and like mm. fixation, and. If you know, like, when Ken and I were talking, if you noticed, a lot of the victims were men. Yeah. And another thing they discussed in the Joshua panel was, like, this was a way in folklore when women could give agency to themselves mm. by killing the men. Wow. Yeah. So, basically, are you saying and killing say, men will solve your problem? It won't solve your problem. <laughs> this is, like, a way they took power back mm. by talking about stories of how they managed to overpower mm. the oppressors. Mm. And so, my friend, who I will keep anonymous, she told me something. Story time. Yeah, story time. Um, I'm gonna read her messages out. Wow. Okay. Um, oh, it's I'm, a long message. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, my friend, she's an artist. So, I'm keeping her anonymous because she requested it, and this is what she says. Um, the context is she's telling me a true story mm. so it starts with it happened when I was 14 I think even back then I loved to draw so I had a ton of sketchbooks that I stored in my cupboard in my room it all started one day when I was drawing in the room I had two sketchbooks one of them was on the cupboard next to me another one was open and I was drawing in it my mom called me so I got up and closed the book and went to see what she wanted when I got back to my table both books were gone at first, I thought maybe my sisters were pranking me, so I asked them, but they denied it. So I was like, okay, maybe the wind blew it somewhere IDK. The next day, my cupboard lost half its books. Once again, I asked my sisters. They didn't know what was going on either. We searched high and low for the books, found two stacks, one under the bed and another hidden in the clothes cupboard. One book was slid under a narrow space. 
so I draw a few characters, my original characters, and this ghost doesn't like a certain few of them. The next day, after recovering the books, I find drawings torn out of out of the books and shredded, like as if it went through a shredding machine. And it was only certain characters who were shredded; others were safe. So now, of course, everyone is freaking out, and my parents got the mediums to come over to the house and find out what was happening. Turns out there was a ghost attached to me playing pranks on me. So they performed some sort of ritual, and when it was over, I literally felt something come out, come off my chest. It was a very weird sensation. And that night itself, I had a dream of a little boy in a big yellow shirt holding on to a very old teddy bear. I asked him if he was the one who tore my drawings and hid my books, and he said yes. He was just having fun. He told me he died here a long time ago, and when I woke up the next morning, I just felt so creeped out. But after the dream, my sketchbooks were safe again. No more torn drawings. So she says it was more like a harmless poltergeist mm. that was. I we talked about this, and then I told it sounded like the ghost was really lonely because I think at that point she was the youngest in that house, so mm. maybe the ghost felt attached. Because oh, okay. there's always like even in horror movies, the trope is that the youngest one usually attracts the ghost first. Really? It's always like the dog, like the pet, or the youngest child. Oh, really? Because they said they're Because I don't really watch horror movies. So. Oh, I think I think Conjuring is a good example. Where so the youngest die first? Not die. They uh, attract the ghost. Oh, so they are the main yeah target first. I think it could be like they there's like this saying that the younger children are more sensitive to things, mm. and also. I feel like ghost also can like play a sneaky sneaky by because like it just it just sounds like the kid is talking about their oh, nice yeah. very friend yeah yeah. I think that's why like a lot of um a lot of times where like at least my sister is more afraid of ghosts you know oh. than me, and a lot of times my parents are just like uh, just grow up and deal with the Poor fears or something thing. like that yeah that I mean. Fun fact, I used to be really, really, really afraid of the dark until about a year ago. A like, year ago? Yeah. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, I was. I, I used to have like a phobia of the dark. Mm. I couldn't sleep at all in the dark. Like sometimes I would sleep with like the lights full on. And early last year, I started seeing a therapist about it. I was like, I can't sleep with the lights on. It's giving me a migraine, but I can't sleep with the lights off because then I get scared and I can't sleep. Yeah. So um, was it because uh, of something that happened before? It happened or? in like something happened in childhood, but like nothing ghost related. Oh. Okay. That's a story for another day. Okay. But going coming back to the story you just told, right? Yeah. Initially, I was like, why would the ghost steal books? So I was like a bit confused. But after that, I guess like it since it was like a story of like the ghost of like a young child, like yeah. it's kind of a sadness. Like oh, I can't draw anymore, or mm. like cause kids love to draw. And yeah, and I felt like really sad hearing that story. Like, for who? For the ghosts? Or? I felt sad for both of them because like my friend was only fourteen at that time, so she yeah. would have been really freaked out. And I also felt sad for the ghosts, like, like they died young, mm. so like there's probably a lot of resentment and like yeah. they didn't even get to live out their childhood, and they also probably felt really lonely. Yeah. So they just wanted to play. So Shamra, uh, since you talk talked about you were afraid of the dark, right? So mm. is there anything? You are afraid of like maybe there's one kind of ghost that you're most freaked out by maybe the Pontiana or something, um, or maybe you just love to see those. Kind I of know stuff. I would I, I would know. just die. I'm like, how am I? Time for me to join yeah. the ghost <laughs> Um, um, fun fact: you guys probably don't know, but I'm Muslim. Mm-hmm. So really? uh, I think a lot of people know. Really? Yeah. 
ஒன் <laughs> <laughs> a different realm mm, okay. so i guess like i'd be pretty freaked out if i saw it but like i, I don't know like so <laughs> only thing you're scared of i wouldn't say i'm scared like at the end of the day like what can a ghost do to me that i haven't mm. or my mental health hasn't done to me so you're like bringing out bitch yeah <laughs> you know like if you kill me i will thank you mm. So maybe that's why you haven't encountered one before cuz they'll just grant your wish you know. I don't think ghosts does that. So. Yeah, they will. Like, we didn't come here to be nice, okay? Yeah. I think uh, something that scares me is like uh I don't know like really long and dark hallways or something like that. Oh, like, that even it's creepy right cuz you feel it feels like you're closing in. Yeah, yeah. And then like you don't know what's inside there and yes. you feel like there's a lot of cuz and, and the inside there the space is very big. Yeah. I think It's it's a bit like the ocean. Some people are afraid, like what's inside, deep down in the ocean, Calisophobia. right? Calisophobia. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm not really very serious. Not until the point where I can't go to the ocean. Yeah. But it's just like it's, it's a, just creeps me up a bit. The fear really. is unsettling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's what scares me. And then like I just don't like those paranormal stuff. Like, cause I think, uh, during a young age, I there's this one time where I was switching a channel. I and I just. press something wrong it went to a channel which directly shows the face of the ghost at the moment and i think i was quite young so i was like traumatized scarred for life something oh, like that, that so that's like, horrible actually yeah and then like i so i had a lot of nightmares about that but after that eventually when i go out i just got over it so uh. but now then i'm it's not that i not i'm scared of watching horror movies again it's just like i don't want to have trouble sleeping because i don't want to uh, close my eyes and imagine what is going to be in front of me when I wake up. Uh, like, or, or when I open my eyes. So I just want to sleep peacefully. So that's why I try to avoid horror movies. I mean, that's understandable. But I love zombies and those kind of stuff. Uh, I can't stand it. Yeah, like... Because, like, um, zombie movies are kind of boring. I like zombie games, though. I used to oh. play Resident Evil a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then that was also... Really? Kind of... Not even World War Z, the one that Brad Pitt. Yeah. It's good, though. No? I don't like the whole like ooh zombie run away live in fear don't shave bad breath <laughs> don't okay. change your clothes okay. that's the weird way to think about zombies but okay <laughs> so uh so you hate zombies okay. I mean I don't hate them I just they don't like interest me so I'm not afraid of them mm. um I like horror movies with demons possession So basically what you don't like I like. Yeah. And what I don't like you like. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's the whole package there. I think another reason I like horror movies so much is like when I was growing up like with my childhood friends like our tradition was you know we would go to somebody's mm. house we would watch a horror movie. That's a tradition? Yeah, we as, wow. we, we still do it. Um it was really funny cuz as kids like we just point out all the inconsistencies and we Oh yeah, yeah, I think if if you watch in a group and we're It's, all scared you can just Like talk about how stupid the movie is. I know, and, and, like, and it makes everything less scarier. And like, 
and it's hilarious because like all of us grew up to go into like degrees related mm. to the arts oh. so we could see it as a young age where we would, we would just point out and analyze things that were oh, inconsistent wow. <laughs> we just try to not to be in silence because that's how we get scared right yeah yeah something like that and like uh, even today uh, like when I was doing the research like a bit of last minute research on the horror stories we were going to talk about I was watching um, this movie review about the nun oh yeah okay. did you watch it? Um, I wasn't a big fan of, I watched Conjuring 1 and 2 mm. and I watched Annabelle and I wasn't a big fan it was very I mean like the characters are like you know horror movies the yeah. characters are so dumb it hurts yeah I think I think that's how we get horror movies as well like normally if you think something's scary you just leave it we were like right? GTFO yeah just like Oh, I'm out of here, bitch. Yeah. And then these people just go in and investigate the whole thing. I oh my know. God. And then they're like, let's split up. Like, no, yeah. you stick together. That's how people die. Don't, I know. Like, it's, it's like their universe, they don't watch horror yeah, movies. Yeah, I mean, like, horror movies don't exist as yeah. a genre. They so that's why they don't know what happened in horror movies. That's why they all die. Or something, you need, sometimes. like, a special kind of stupid to be, like, horror movie stupid. Yeah. Just saying, like. Yeah. Or maybe you just want to die or you just I don't know maybe there are people who are interested in this though I don't know I mean yeah I mean like but like that's what kind of makes a horror movie funny you're just like yeah like you're like you see something weird then you'll be like don't go there don't go there and then they you go, go there, there. <laughs> and the worst thing I, I noticed is even when watching Criminal Minds like uh, so the, the potential victim they mm. hear a noise in their kitchen in the dark mm. and instead of calling 911 or getting the fuck out of there yeah. they just go there and they're like, oh, like hello oh, let's see what is happens is anyone here yeah. they literally say hello and I'm just like oh my god get yeah. out yeah I uh, maybe it's just I really don't know how to explain that maybe it's yeah. the Asian in us that just get, gets angry yeah maybe like, but Asian have I love Asian horror, horror movies though really are they Anything close to Hollywood? Um, film? you know, a lot of like Hollywood movies are based off Asian ones. Like, really? uh, the oh. Grudge that got popular was based on the Japanese film series and oh. the Ring and stuff. Okay. I would say like when I watch the Asian ones, there's a lot. Like there's element of. You know the uncanny the element unhe- unheimlich. No. Okay, so you know Freud, right? Sorry. Freud, the psychologist Sigmund Freud. No. Uh, okay, so the theory of the uncanny is that everything truly horrifying stems from something familiar. Oh, okay. So, uh, a lot of like Asian horror movies, especially Japanese ones, they have this psychological twist to it. And one, one I remember a lot and that still like sticks to me today mm. is a Korean one actually mm. called a, a Tale of Two Sisters. Where the real horror was how they were getting abused by their stepmother. Oh. And like that really like hits home because like it's something familiar like mm. your stepmother. But like she abuses you to an extent where she makes, she kills the, she kills one of the sisters. And she makes the other sister believe that she had done it. Oh, I so, think I saw like the movie review somewhere. Like. Yeah, it, it was like I watched it for the first time when I was about 12. And it didn't scare me when I was 12 because I didn't really understand the implications and they didn't have any jump scares but like I watched it again a couple of years ago and it really like hit me like wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. 
I think a lot of people say that uh, Thailand horror movies are very scary, but I never watched before. I heard. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's Thailand or it's from Hong Kong, where it's horror movie about this woman who wants to stay. Oh, basically, it's this woman and her husband is cheating on her with a much younger woman. Again. Yeah, okay. cheating husbands. Just saying. That's how ghosts are made. <laughs> the and sauce. Yeah. So don't cheat. Yeah. So Sharma, do you have anything to add? Yeah, so basically it was about how she was eating, like smearing the blood of fetuses oh, and drinking like their blood and stuff to stay young. So I was like, nasty. Okay. I thought something like that would interest you, but... Um, <laughs> I love watching it, but like it's still that feeling of... Uh, like that ugh feeling. Like, I think that's, that's the point of the whole movie, right? You have to get ugh. If yeah. not, it'd just be another boring movie. I, I don't know why, but when I was a kid, I could like stomach these scenes. And I, I started watching Criminal Minds at a very early age. So I watched it when I, was, I started watching it at 9 or 10. So you're building up. Yeah. Knowing or the knowledge of killing someone. How dare. So, um, when I was a kid, it didn't like disgust me, like the blood and stuff. But now I have to skip the scene sometimes. So it's just like, oh. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to add before we end the episode? Nope. And, oh, yes, there is. So, guys, actually, like I said, this is a two-part series. Yeah. And we're going to open up a little questionnaire where you guys add in your supernatural experiences. Yeah. I, I just, I heard that F4 was haunted. I have no idea why, but... I heard that Kappa's was haunted. I heard the Orange Building was haunted. And, ah, uh, okay. Um, I lived in Kappa's for one year. I oh. hated it. I moved out, not because of ghosts, but because... Bugs it. kept coming in. I, mm. I I am afraid of bugs. Yeah. I can't stand the bugs. Yeah, they so are the real ghosts. OG demons. OG demons. <laughs> insects are the OG demons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So basically, that's it. Uh, keep check out the Google forms, which will be uploaded around next week, right? Some. Yes. Or this fun. week. I think it will be uploaded this week. So make sure you guys tell us about your horror stories, everything, and. That's oh, yeah. If you have horror stories, just tell us. Yeah, anyone in fact, just tell us. Yeah. And we recently got our Instagram page. So yes. make sure to follow it. It's unmc.diaries. Yeah. So basically, that's all from us. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so See much. See you guys next week. Stay safe. Don't cheat. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey guys, so just a heads up, Nottingham Charity Run 2019 is coming up and it's on the 30th of March. So if you guys haven't signed up yet, the booth is open and registrations are open until the 25th and the actual run is on the 30th and it starts at 5 a.m. And you can always register online by going to their Facebook page, uh, UNM Charity Run 2019 to get more information. And if you are dis- if you can't run, you can always buy a t-shirt to support uh, the orphanage uh, which provides housing and support for AT abandoned children and single mothers. So basically that's So what it. are you guys waiting for? Yeah. But if you guys aren't available on the third year but you really wanna run a marathon, don't worry. We have we kinda have a solution for you. So there's this new up and coming platform called VRun and what is it, Ken? So basically this is a new platform where it allows you to run a marathon basically anytime and anywhere. So basically for more information, just check out their Instagram page, which is we are, we run my M M Y. Yeah. So V R U N M Y. Yeah, and I think they are having like bubble tea run something. They're having a bubble tea themed marathon real soon. Yeah. So, so make sure to check them out. If you guys like that boba, check them out.